Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to season two of Surviving Motherhood. I'm Chris, a wife and mom of four boys. And I'm Rachel, a wife and mom of a boy and a girl. We're sister-in-laws living in the South, just trying to laugh through the ups and downs of motherhood. So grab your coffee or wine and settle in for some real talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We're back with a quick Chris and Rachel episode, and we are going to chat today a little bit about dating and how Mm. we're so thankful that we don't have to do it. (laughs) Yes. Oh, So dating, we... Okay, Chris, let's get a little intro going. We've talked a bit about how we met our husbands in the past and like how old we are and all that, but we'll give everybody a little recap. How old were you when you started dating Zach, your husband? Uh, I think I was 18 when we started dating. Yes. <laughs> Brent and I so, were 19. So we have we been out of babies. the dating game for a few, a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A decade nope. over. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I've been married a decade. So mm. it's been a really long time since I went on a new date. Yes. But we're going to talk a little bit. Oh, and yeah, Zach or Zach. Brent and I were 19 and we met in college. So we didn't even really date date, you know, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, do you even date date when you're 19? I mean, 18? yeah. I mean, yes. It's just different, like from the grown up stuff that. Yes. It's not. It's kind of like everybody's figuring out life together kind of thing. Yes. Versus, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Now, like older, you know, with dating uh, apps and stuff, it's like you base your decision on like, <laughs> what's their job? Do they still live at home? All of that kind of stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. when we met at 18, they did still live at home. They didn't have mm-hmm. jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, uh, it's way different probably dating as an older person than when we dated. Yes, that's true. I, yeah. It, we Remember in elementary school when we called it going out? Yes. And all the oh. dad jokes, you know, where are you going? Yeah. That's and my I'm like, dad no, they're say. going out. And like me now having like an elementary kid, I'm like, oh my God, if she comes home and tells me she's going out, going with somebody, out. I will die. Like I'm like, not ready no, for you that. you will not. You're not going anywhere. Excuse you. What do uh, they call it now? Like, have you heard anything? No. New? Because, you know, like our parents would always say, oh, we used to call it going steady. And we're like, yes. that is so lame. But I, surely they don't still use going out, you think? No, probably not. They just trade scrunchies or something. <laughs> There's uh, not even a word for it anymore. They ha- they, they have to uh, send a screenshot of something. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Adeline Snapchat did. Snapchat something. Yes, they, snap, they Snapchat each other a specific snap, and then, <laughs> then they're together. Um, 
but Adeline asked me last night, this is not dating related, but it was too funny. She asked me if she said something was totes adorbs. And she said, oh my word. But like, she was being funny kind of like, she was like, yeah, that's totes adorbs. And then she said, mom, did they say that kind of stuff when you were a teenager? Cause she thought she was talking like a teenager. <laughs> that is hilarious. And I was like, no, they didn't. She's like, no, well, people we talk not. like when you were a teenager. I was like, honestly, I don't even remember. Like, that is hilarious. Because now it's all like, um, you know, it's different now. So I was trying to think back. I'm like, what did we even say when we were teenagers? I'm a, I don't know. Oh, I, we, uh, Zach and I are foster parents and we had a 15 year old teenager for a while. And I'm like, it is a completely different world. Like, I, I'm like, okay, so what do you say now if something's cool? Like, you know, what are the words? What to did we say when things were cool? I don't no. even know. <laughs> we'll have to cool. We'll have to we probably just said cool. cool. Tight didn't was that us tight. that said tight or uh, like, bomb dot com was a thing. Yes, yeah. They don't that do any of, of that anymore. No. Now they say um, bad. Like bad is yeah. good. Like she bad mm-hmm. instead of. And I guess really nothing's cool. And I was asking like, okay, what are like dorks? Like it, you know, is there like a word? Or and he's like, no. What are you no. talking about? I'm like, okay. No, yeah, it's well, like nothing like what it was when I was in high school. I'm like, okay. Basically, I don't know. Then. Well, there was so much more bullying when we were in high school, and we didn't even know it. Like yes, now, people so are like, oh my god, no, no one would ever say that or like talk to somebody like that. And it's like, oh, good. <laughs> we yeah, were all monsters. Like we were not. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I'm still like, bully each other on social group? media. Yes, <laughs> but for sure, that's it's just a different kind, I guess. Yes. Oh goodness, yeah. And I, their dating world is oh like everything insane. that can be erased. You yes. Know? It's like and- you can say whatever because it's gone soon Mm. and i'm like okay that is not good but they're screenshots so technically it could be everywhere forever well that's true it's It's like it's a night it's an interesting mix they're not going to pass a note that says check yes or no do you want to hang out with me at the football game friday night yeah and they're Mm. not going to fold it and write it with glittery gel pen which which is such a shame i know I got Adeline a glittery gel pen the other day, and she was like, what is this? And I'm like, excuse me. This is the most fun you'll ever have. That's hilarious. Okay, so when I was dating, I really thought it was important to, like, have a ton of things in common. I remember thinking that, like, back Mm -hmm. in college, like, we need to like the same things. We need to do this. And that's Mm -hmm. not even a real thing really (laughs) no especially because uh, which I I do feel like our situations are unique in that we I mean we were kids when we started dating and so Mm -hmm. as we grew obviously I'm not the same person I was when I was 18 yes but it's like because of that don't put so much emphasis on that because the things you liked when you were 18 you do not have time for that now anyway so it literally doesn't matter if you like the same, you know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, I didn't, I guess as an adult, I've really realized how different men and women are and it's okay. Like there's no, we're not going to like all the same TV shows. We're not, you know, it's like, we're going to have things in common and things that we enjoy, but there's going to be a whole separate side. I mean, he's not going to watch the cheer Netflix documentary with me and that's okay. (laughs) Like, which is why it's so important to keep girlfriends. Yes. Because it's like, you're going to need, all of that 
you know. Yes. Remember the girl. I was never one of these. I don't think. I mean, I may have been in some situations, but I had several friends that like had serious boyfriends, but and they'd be on and off again. And then when they were dating them, I wouldn't even hear from them. I would not yes. know they existed. I would see them in class and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they broke up, it was like we were supposed to be like at their every, you know, at every event with them by their side. It's like, wait, wait, wait. You just didn't talk to me for two months. Like, yes. What <laughs> do you mean like now that. you need a best friend? So always, always, always keep your best friends close. <laughs> yes. And I, really, I think listen to them about your boyfriend. If mm-hmm. you're... If your best friend is having some red flags about your boyfriend Mm -hmm. and you trust your best friend. I mean, there are cases where like a best friend is just jealous and she's trying to sabotage your relationship. Or you have friends with like bad. Yes. Or you have friends with bad pickers, you know, Yes, yes. that just do not know how to pick a guy. And you're like, no, sweetheart, I've never taken any advice from you ever. But if you have a friend who has like valid like points, at least like file them away and watch for those red flags, you know? Yes. Because they're going to, another big thing for me is this is something I thought mattered then, but matters almost more now is their friends. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you, if you can't handle, if you don't like a single one of their friends, which again, friendships change, life changes, but it's just, you know, the, you need to be able to be around, uh, really, if you don't like who your boyfriend is with his friends, is really what's more important. Oh, my Like, God. if you yeah. feel like when it's you and your boyfriend, and it's fine, but then when you get around his friends, he's obnoxious, he's this, he's that, then it's not going to work, you know, because right. if they're not the same person around their friends that they are when they're with you, something's disconnected there. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's an important one. 100%. And another thing that was important that I didn't realize at the time, like I thought about like, what do you want? You know, obviously we dated when we were younger. So it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But (laughs) you need to (laughs) evaluate their work ethic. Yes. Sure. Because there is so much work to be put into a marriage, not just like the conversations and that kind of hard stuff, but like yard work. Uh, mm-hmm. fixed and stuff, random stuff that like, Hey, this, um, Nintendo won't hook up. Right. Are they going to be like, nah, I don't know. Or are they going to get in there with you and help you fix it? Like there's yes. so much just like effort of all sides to parenting, to relationships, to like maintaining a house. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I and that's would have thing, never like, thought about all that. No. And jobs change, you know, because when I, I mean, I was young, but I was always kind of an old soul like I was always looking at I want a lot of kids I want to get married and stay at home so like I need to find a man that can handle all of that Mm -hmm. and it's like I was more focused on like do they have a good job which Zach already Zach's a lineman so he already had that job at a very young age so when we met he already had that job but I was so focused on his job and that he had a good job when I should have been worried about does he have a good work ethic? Like if he loses mm-hmm. this job, is he going to be finding another job? And is, you know, it, it's more about like their character in their work ethic. And, yes. and you're not going to find a guy who can do everything. You're not going to find somebody that can fix all the things and be, you know, Zach is hands on. Therefore, if we have a computer problem, 
Zach's probably not the one that's going to help with that, you know? <laughs> yes. But, they all have but, their different areas of expertise. Yes. But, but the point is that they're going to help. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. They have to be willing to say, I know someone that knows how to fix this and I'll call them, you know, yes. or whatever. And it's like, we're not saying like they can't ever relax or chill out. That's also, that's also a bad thing when you like have a, if, if you are a chill person, if you're a go, go, go person that you would prefer never to have a like lazy day, then to eat your own. But you need to like kind of align those. Like you need to, if you are a hundred percent outdoors, like you could not stand to spend a weekend inside, then make sure that your partner aligns with that. Like the, yeah. the big, those big life things that you think like, oh, well, he's, you know, not, he's not as outdoorsy, but like, well, you know, we'll come to an agreement. It's like, if it's a core thing that you just absolutely hate sitting around ever, then <laughs> make yes. sure that well, you're with the right person. Like when you're dating, if you're doing something often that you hate doing because you're trying to please him, that's going to be a problem long term, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if Zach always jokes that I used to go to movies all the time. I literally hate going to movies. <laughs> and I did go to a lot more movies when we were young and dating. Because what do you do when you're young and dating besides go to movies? You know, mm-hmm. it's like and everybody I'm sure was he always to suggested it. Right. Like, so you don't it's wanna, like, sure. you don't want to say no every single time. Right. So it's like, but I always told him like, I would never choose a movie. That would never be what I chose to do, you know. But if it's mm-hmm. like if you're every weekend you're outside and you actually hate being outside, but you're trying to please him in the dating world, eh, not gonna work, Mm-mm. you know. It's like bad, you bad can't, time. Like, get engaged and then be like, "P.S. I hate hiking." It's like, wait a second, <laughs> what? Exactly. I never <laughs> want to set foot on a mountain again. So could we? Yeah, cut that it's whole like, part no. of your life out. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, that's kind of a big deal. And there are, there's just so many things that on the surface you think, well, it'll be different when we get married or, you know, I'll tell him later or it's like, no, have all of those hard conversations. Another one for me was like, I always covered the, do you want kids? You know, Mm -hmm. that was always like an easy, do you want kids? Yeah, perfect. Okay, great really you need to dive more into that like oh yeah do you want to be a hands-on dad how do you plan on disciplining your kids do you want our kids to go to church what what kind of religion do you want you know all of those it doesn't need to just be do you want kids great this is gonna go great it needs Perfect. to be we're gonna have 2.5 kids and <laughs> put up the picket fence and life yeah. is gonna be fabulous <laughs> it's like no i need nope. to know like how were you raised And did you like that or not like that? And how do you want to raise kids? You know, because that is a very hard thing to mesh. And again, that's one of those that you're not going to figure out until you actually have kids and you're like parenting them because you don't really know how you're going to feel until there's a little tiny face looking at you. And then you're like, no, wait, maybe I don't want to spank, you know, (laughs) so so Uh, you do have to, you know, they'll still be some working out there, but like, don't just don't just surface that one like do you want kids yes great perfect moving along that needs to be more of an in-depth that is a very life-changing thing so Mm -hmm. talk about that one yes and if they have a good relationship with their parents or have they learned from their relationships with their parents you know right it's like because as a kid growing up you don't have a lot of 
control over your childhood as a whole. You know, you right. have you have free will, but you know, there are always going to be things that you learn from your parents that you absolutely want to do, you know, for the most most families. Um and then there's going to be some things where you're like, mm, that you know, that's not really it, that's not how I want to parent or that's not how I want to have be as a spouse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. And it was so mm -hmm. funny. I had, this, I had this situation the other day um, where I was talking to my mom. She never listens to the podcast, but if she happens to listen to this one, I love you very much, mother. Um, <laughs> this will be the one she tunes in. Exactly. She was telling me how she was trying to plan for something with um, her boyfriend's job and she didn't have answers on, you know, specific dates. And she was really flustered by it. And I remember as a kid being, she was always that mom that like, if we didn't plan a sleepover ahead of time, or if it wasn't like in her like ha she hadn't heard about it. It was just not going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. you know how on Friday afternoon she after school, mm -mm, you were yeah. plotting who, where you were going to stay. If you were having a sleepover, like I was always that kid that would have to be like, Oh, I'll ask my mom. But like, it's not likely because not. we didn't plan this ahead of time. And they're looking yeah. at me like, what? And so I had that thought process the other day and I'm like, I have that tendency to be rigid when it's not like, if it messes up my plan, usually if I don't have a plan, I don't care. But if the plan is in place, like I've decided that we're doing X, Y, Z on Friday night and then you're messing it up. I'm like, excuse me. Um, I That's spent time and energy planning this out. Um, yeah. But I'm like, man, I hated that as a kid. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, cause you can't control how other people plan things. It's like, I do want to have a plane to a certain extent, but I'm like, man, I'm going to have to work on that because I definitely have that tendency to tendency. be rigid and unflexible. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to have to recognize that in myself and, you know, kind of move forward from that. So it's like, even if their, you know, relationship isn't maybe the most healthy, at least that they're aware of all of that. Because oh, absolutely. Because I don't think any, I don't know of one single person who wants to parent exactly the way their parents parented. You know what I mean? It's exactly. like, no matter how great your parents were, there's always something that you want. More. I, I was the kid who needed answers. I did not need the because I said so. Now, I will say in some cases, like you're in public, your kid wants to know if they can spend the night with so-and-so. You don't even know so-and-so's parents. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to say no because I said so and then later talk about it. You know, so I'm not saying that I never say because I said so. But... I try to be better about that with my kids and just really explain. Sometimes my kids probably know a little 
too much, you know, like I give a little bit too real of an explanation of why they can't do something because I want them to understand I am trying the best. I'm trying, I'm trying to do right by you. And here's the reason. And you may not agree with that, but here it is, you know, and I know there are people who think you don't owe your kid an explanation. You, you know, you do whatever you want to. But because of the way my mind works, I wanted the explanation. And mm -hmm. then I feel like my kids argue less with me once mm -hmm. they, you know, when I explain it, I'm like, this is why, like it or not, I don't care. I'm not changing. It's not a conversation about like, do you agree with that or not? Because if you don't, then I'll change my answer. It's not that. Yes. It's just, here's why, you know? Yes. I think it's important to show them the steps of problem solving. Yes. And I, I think there are a lot of people who are not that way, who are more yes. just like, I'm the boss. When you have kids, you can do it however you want to. But here's, you know, you don't need to know why you're a kid. And so it's like Zach and I had to have that conversation like, hey, I think they do need to know why. I think they deserve to know why, you know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yep, absolutely. So those sort of fundamental, how are you going to parent type situations and because I think it's important when you're dating to dive into what was your childhood like mm -hmm. did you like the way that you were raised how is your relationship with your dad how is it with your mom how is it how do you feel about your mom and dad's marriage do you want your marriage to mirror that or be totally opposite or you know I think all of those questions are very important because if you see their mom and dad and you think they have the worst marriage ever and you're talking to your your potential spouse and he thinks they have the best marriage ever, that may be a problem. You yeah, know? because, you know, the goal for marriage is not to be like a, eh, nah, no thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be a long-lived, living, breathing, changing thing. So if you have fundamental differences in the very beginning, things They're are going to change. change. Uh, there are going to change, but not necessarily in any of the ways that you think they are. <laughs> yes. Oh. And I mean, marriage is one of those things where Zach and I've been married 10 years and there have probably been two of those years, like not consecutively, but just throughout our marriage that I have been like, Oh my word, what did I do? You know what uh, I mean? Yes. Most of those probably being in the first year. So it's like you are absolutely going to have, I think that's the problem with the generation. I guess it's our generation. I was going to say the one coming up, but. And I guess the one before us. I think maybe we're going in the opposite direction. It's really, you know, it's our parents' generation that so many of them, that's where the statistic came for that 50% of marriages in a divorce. So Yeah, I guess that's true. And I feel like a lot of the times it's because people have this. Like you can do all the research up front and be completely compatible and it is the perfect person for you. And still you are going to have days where it's mm -hmm. like, who is this human? And I can't do it anymore. Just like you have in friendships, you know, and I mean, it's like life children. is messy. <laughs> exactly. You love them a hundred percent with all your heart. And still be so annoyed. So Yes, like, and have days where you're like, whoa, what did yeah. I do? <laughs> Who are you people and what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. I think you have that with with jobs, with oh, yeah. relationships. With, I mean, that is just life. And I think that people going into marriages need to understand that is going to happen. You are not always going to be super pleased that you're married to this person. Mm -hmm. So if you just go in knowing that, but having the attitude of, 
I'm not going anywhere because I think a lot of people will get in a fight and they're like, I'm going to my parents or, you know, what? and it's like, okay, that's not helpful, you know? And I would say, don't talk to your parents. I think you need to find a trusted friend Mm -hmm. who, you know, like I know that Rachel loves Zach and, and that whatever I tell her, she's going to forgive Zach of those things or, you know, Mm -hmm. so I can go to her and say, I want to run his head into the ground because he's an idiot (laughs) and here's what he did and blah, blah, blah. And she's not going to be like, okay, but you need to love him, blah, blah, blah. You know, because you don't need that in that moment. No, you need somebody that's going to be like, oh, uh, excuse him, but not hold a grudge. Yes. And not like, you know, because if somebody started to like bash, and remember when he did this and he did that, you know, then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's like, no, you know, no, no, I'm on his side. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm always exactly. on his side, but I need to vent. So just <laughs> but he on. was an idiot tonight. Yeah. So it's like, I think that you need, and I think a lot of times where people mess up is they'll go to their parents. Well, your parents love you unconditionally most mm-hmm. of the time. So they're, of course, going to be on your side. Yep. Probably. I mean, I don't know. It, it's like, it kind of depends on your parents and their maturity level, really, but... I just think that a lot of times people spread their marriages a little too freely. And then it's like, okay, not everyone forgives like you do. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're you're given a bad light on your marriage when you don't need to be. You need to make sure that you're only talking about that to people who you know want your marriage to succeed, you know? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Okay. Another- I have a question for you, Chris. Uh-oh. What is one thing you would tell your dating self about dating? Like one specific thing that you would look back and say, girl, you need to do what? I would say not to force it. Because mm-hmm. I think that any time that I was trying to like, well, maybe that's not a big deal or maybe that's not, you know, it's like, no, I would just say just shut that down immediately as soon as there's like any sort of eh, that doesn't seem right just move along you know go ahead and take that down a notch (laughs) yeah if you're in a relationship where you spend a lot of time thinking I wish he didn't do this or he didn't do that or I wish this was different probably just time to move on Mm -hmm. you know I mean there there are cases where you like talk to them and say I don't like when you do this and they can change the behavior. But most of the time, if it's early on and you're seeing kind of some, and maybe they're not even red flags that like this guy's not a good guy, just a not a good guy for me kind of thing. Right. Don't force it. Yep. That's a good one. What about you? Mine was not to be in such of a hurry. It's such a hurry. Like I was really ready to get engaged. I was really ready to get married. And all the timing worked out and I don't regret the timing at all, but it felt like I had such this time, like I had this, like, uh, just in, in me, I had this ticking time bomb, like what yes. is going to happen? And I was young and it didn't matter. And I needed to just slow down and not put so much pressure on myself because it's mm-hmm. like everything ended up working out. The timeline was fine, but it's like, I just remember in those days being like, okay, but are we going to talk about, or are we going to, are, are we going to talk about if we're going to get engaged? Like what is going to happen next? It's like, it doesn't yes. matter. Like stay, try to stay in the moment a little bit more. You don't mm-hmm. have to be in such a big of a hurry. 
And yeah, and I think women have that. It's like men do not have that, but it's because men don't have like eggs that are expiring inside exactly. their body, you know? So it's yep. like women just have that added. Okay, but if I'm not married, like I want to be married. And, you know, the American dream, you get married, you stay married a couple of years before you have kids and then you have kids, but you need to be done having kids by the time you're 30. What is it? 37 now? You know, they keep bumping it up. But so it's like you just inwardly are having this. Oh, if this is all going to work out, then we need to be engaged like yesterday. You know? Exactly. It felt and it's so, so hard. like a tight timeline. It's like, it did not have to be like, no, I, I, I was 20. Down. I was 20 <laughs> years old when I got married. I could not even buy alcohol when I got married on our honeymoon. I could not even buy a drink. That's hilarious. And so I'm like, what was I? what was my hurry but then also again it's one of those where I was very like laser focused like Mm -hmm. I really didn't date a whole lot because it was like you know you have your typical high school boyfriend that you have for you know from the time you're 13 that you kind of always talk kind of deal had that Mm -hmm. had a few guys in between but I just kind of always was focused on mm-hmm. a marriage I don't know so I probably missed out on like the fun of dating because for me it was a very mission-minded can I marry this person or not if not let's move along kind of thing you know <laughs> oh, I don't have time and for it, any of that man <laughs> yes and uh, it's like okay in hindsight it didn't have to be so serious yes it could have felt just serious been... though right yes you it just feel serious. such oh yeah it's hard. I, and I, I really think people have two speeds. Like either they're in absolutely no hurry and they're not worried mm-hmm. about it and they bounce from guy to guy and it's fine. Or they're like, why am I not married? You know, mm-hmm. yep. it seems like there's not an in-between. There needs to be a happy little, like you don't just date flippantly, but you're also not, you know, needing to get married at 20. <laughs> I yep. don't know. Yep, it's exactly. Tough. Uh, And I just want to give a big like hug to any single moms, moms that are trying to date. I do not know how you guys do it with kids. I mean, I don't (sighs) say that to like downplay it. I hate when people say like, I don't know how you do that. But like, literally, that has to be so hard to navigate. So if you're doing that right now, I just, just a quick hug to you because man, that has to be tough. Yeah, no doubt. I can, and like dating nowadays compared to dating when we dated, like, holy moly. Yes. Completely 100% separate beast in general. Like, and, well, I, and what? And we barely had Facebook. You, yeah. <laughs> and can you have fun when you're dating as a grown up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is, or is it just like, nope. You're not going to mm. work, you know? Like, yeah, I exactly. I bet there's Ooh. like, we felt the pressure in our early 20s. Can you imagine? later and once you after you have kids like that like when do you introduce the kids and mm. and how do you no we're not even gonna try to like give any info on that because we have absolutely no idea none yeah. none but we just we just want to give you a big hug and <laughs> wish you well wish you luck Yikes. yeah Oh, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this quick little episode on dating and all things um <laughs> Just prepping you guys for any of you that aren't in a relationship and just, uh, you know, chatting, reminiscing about the the olden days, <laughs> literally. The olden days. Uh, if you guys haven't already, head over to Instagram and follow us at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or our website, survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com for any guest information, show notes, etc. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, good luck surviving motherhood.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.